Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Strictly Hoop Talk. As always, I'm your host, Chris Platty, and here for another another division preview is my man, Akil. We are breaking down the Pacific Division. Akil, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Good, man. Just uh, just getting in this pod before our coaching basketball that's in about eight hours. Yeah, So true. we At the time we're currently recording this, we got about eight hours to sleep, wake up, and get to get to class. Um, yeah, we do. Yeah, we got so, a.m. together. Ha ha. Ha ha. All right. So let's let's get into this. So the Sacramento Kings. Um, we'll we'll just we'll just we'll start with them, I guess. Uh, I guess because why why would you start? Let's start with the the non NBA team before we get to the NBA teams, right? Always. All right. Um. Okay. So they add uh they add Bielitsa, my boy. I like him. Uh, Yogi Ferrell, Ben McElmore, the guy they drafted and then got back. Uh, Deontay, Deontay Davis, and of course their biggest acquisition was Marvin Bagley III, drafted number two overall. And they lose Vince Carter, who signed with the Hawks, and Garrett Temple was tra- traded to the Grizzlies. So overall, um, obviously, you know, we can laugh at them for re-signing the guy that they drafted and gave up on. Um, but I'd rather I'd rather just stick with the actual series. I want to actually do Sacramento justice. So, how do Fox and Bagley fit? Because that to me is the most interesting thing about this team coming into the season. Um, for me, I think those two. I think the team definitely has to kind of find their identity as in who they are, like how they want to play. Because they're just kind of drafting guys without that. And it's hard to build a team without knowing who you want to be in the future. Mm-hmm. I think De'Aaron Fox and Marvin Bagley could be fine. Like, I could see them working out really well. It'd be a nice inside-outside presence. And it would be a pretty cool thing for them with those two. But, I mean, they still have a lot to work out. Yeah. And what do you think is Bagley's true position in the NBA? I mean, I kind of hate the word position because I really think positions are kind of a cop-out now with the way basketball's played. But, I mean, like, four-ish or five-ish, like... Okay. Yeah, around so you there. Think, so you think he's one of he's one of the biggers. All right. So, um, yeah, I, I agree with that. I see Bagley as a four, as a four or a five at, at best. Um, I, I like him. Personally, I like him best as a four. Um, how do you think... How do you think the pick and roll game works between Bagley and De'Aaron Fox? I think that's going to be the most exciting thing about them. This wise, I'm, I just want to see them play pick and roll pretty much the whole season, yeah. which they probably will do. Yeah. Like if you get those two playing pick and roll and spread the shooter, spread the floor with shooters around them, I think that'll be a pretty solid offense. Defensively, they still have a lot of stuff to figure out, mm-hmm. uh, but that'll definitely be one of the stronger points of their team. For yeah. Sure. And how do you how do you see these two? It, it, 
if you have these two on the floor and say average defenders, how how is how good is this team defensively? That's the thing I wonder about this team. Probably average. Okay, so you see, so you even see Bagley and and De'Aaron Fox is just average defenders. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. some people are higher on Fox and see him as a solid defender or potentially. Fox could be a really good defender because he's yeah. like fast enough too, and yeah. he's a solid size for a point guard. He's like six four, six five. So yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Also, Deontay Davis isn't even with the Kings anymore. He's not. Where did he go? He got waived, and uh, I think he's with Golden State now. Deontay Davis. We're just googling this on the fly. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, the Warriors waived. Um, the Warriors signed Deontay uh, or Deontay Davis. Yeah, four days ago. You're right. Oh, then they waived him. Did they? Um, let's see here. We're reading this article real quick. Trying to do this real time. Warriors waived. Yeah, they waived him. After they signed him, yeah. they signed him for a day and waived him. I guess so. That's the NBA for you. That's the NBA for him. All right, so let's jump to. The other team, because there's two teams in this uh, in this division that we just that we expect at the bottom of the not only the the division but the conference as well, um, the Phoenix the Phoenix Suns. So they were um, actually wait we didn't do the Vegas over under for Sacramento. What's the over unders? Yeah, the over under for Sacramento is twenty five point five, which puts them currently uh, which would put them as the lowest um, the lowest over under. In the in the league, I'm fine with that. You think they're the worst record in the league? Atlanta has 23 and a half, and they're 22 and a half. I like Atlanta more than Sacramento. Honestly. Honestly. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I, I don't know. I like. I like. I like with Sacramento. I mean, I guess with Atlanta, you at least have an identity. Yeah. Whereas Sacramento, you don't. But yeah, so. Yeah, the thing for me is I'm very much on that. Like, identity is a huge part of basketball. Mm-hmm. It's in the sense of, like, if you don't know what you want to do and if you don't know how you want to play, like, yeah. you'll never be able to be successful. Yeah. And there's, and there's, let's see here. There, there's about, there's about 11 to 12 teams that are playoff optimistic in the West. So I think 25 is too high. I would go the under. No, yeah, I'm taking like 21, 23 wins. Yeah, because yeah. I just think the West is going to be absolutely brutal. This division itself is brutal. Brutal, yeah. So um, it's going to be hard for the yeah. game. All we right. Go Phoenix. So, so now to properly transition to the Phoenix Suns. Um, the Phoenix Suns, they had an interesting offseason, um, signing, of course, Trevor Ariza to the $15 million payout, which was which was wild. It caught everybody, including myself, by surprise. Um but of course, of course, their their other acquisition was uh, trading Brandon Knight, which was very very interesting. They traded Brandon Knight and Marquise Chris. Um, let me find out the rest of their list here. Just DeAndre a, Ayton, of course. Well, yeah, of course, DeAndre Ayton drafted. So yeah, they had quite a long list of uh, of overhauls. So again, they acquired Ryan Anderson in a trade with the Rockets that sent uh, that sent Brandon Knight and uh, Marquise Chris to the Rockets. Um, they traded Jared Dudley to the Nets. They signed Trevor Reese as a free agent. They um, again they acquired Darrell Arthur in that trade with the uh, with the Brooklyn Nets. They acquired uh, Rashawn Holmes, who I like a prospect who I like with Philly. Um, of course, drafted a DeAndre Aiden number one, Mikael Bridges ten, and Okabu number thirty one, first pick of the second round. 
and then George King at, with the second to last pick in the draft. So, and of course, ex- extended uh, Devin Booker. So, yeah. Overall, um, I don't want to get into the semantics of was DeAndre in the right point, number one pick. Um, I think that's obviously way too early to tell. He looked incredible in summer league. Yeah. So to me, the most interesting thing about this team is who the hell is their point guard? Devin is it Booker. Devin Booker? Yeah, yeah. I I think I think they got to just run it for a year, and um, I think at the very worst, it forces him to uh to become more of a playmaker. Okay, at so the very was, worst. So you just kind of stole my take for me. Um, I'm always a big fan of even if the younger two guards play point for a little bit. Also, like. I don't really care about positions like ball handlers or ball handlers at this point. But mm-hmm. just to like kind of build up your decision-making and learning how to make accurate reads out of the pick-and-roll, um, especially when you're younger and your career is a huge thing. He's, what, 21 now? Yeah. So um, for him to this early to kind of understand how to run an offense, uh, what players are going to be in what spots is a huge thing for sure. And it's just a great way to kind of help build that. Uh, just your like IQ playmaking stuff uh, from an earlier stage of your career. I agree. I agree. I think I think it can't it can't do any. Excuse any me. It can't whatsoever. do any harm yeah. whatsoever to him. Um, so I I think that's I think that's a good thing for Phoenix to do, and it could be a blessing in disguise, um, and and it could be something that really helps him benefit down the line. Maybe not even this year. This year might even be rougher for them because he's playing quote unquote out of position, if you want to call it yeah. that. Or out of out of his role, out of his element, if you will. But I think in the long run, it's going to be best for the franchise. Um, so obviously, their 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 key moving forward is to find out if Devin Booker can play point guard, and if he can, the bet the best thing about this is this experiment is that it lets you know what kind of point what kind of backcourt mate you need to pair with him, right? Like, do you need to pair with some? So, do you need to pair him with somebody who primarily handles the pick and rolls? Or is Devin Booker the one who can primarily handle the pick and rolls and the ball handling, and the other one is just an off-ball score? I was going to say, um, ideally, right out of this, you can realize that he could be your primary ball handler, and then your secondary two guard could be more of like an attack off the catch, be a solid defender, mm-hmm. um, that type of a two guard, so kind of like a Clay Thompson type of a deal. where Exactly. You don't need the ball that much to make stuff happen. Exactly is is Devin Booker is Devin Booker uh, a, a more of a Steph Curry or more of a Clay Thompson as far as offense offensively obviously defensively there's there's no comparison but yeah. you know you know what I'm saying yeah. so this is Phoenix's opportunity to find out which player he kind of closer aligns to is it the is it the off ball guy or the or the primary ball handler so that's a that's a very good point as well that i i think makes them interesting i think they're i think they're a very interesting team to watch this year they're definitely gonna be one of the more like i mean now that we got league, league pass, i was just about to say that we can definitely check them we out can definitely we got league pass. check them out all right so let's go let's hit their over under here so phoenix is 28 and a half i don't i don't know i i i want to take i think that line is so perfect I think 28, 29 is where they'll hunt. I think I'll go a slight under. I think I'll take them at 28 just because the West is so brutal. Especially in the beginning of the year, you're going to have teams like Clippers and Dallas, who we'll get to later, teams who may not be in the playoffs by the end of the season, are going uh, going to be very tough on Phoenix to play earlier in the year. Yeah. So, all right. Let's hop to the Clippers. Speaking of, perfect transition. 
So the Clippers are in an interesting are in an interesting spot. Um, I'll give you their over under just to kind of preference everything we're about to talk about at thirty five and a half. Um, that which currently would have them uh, based on based on all of Vegas's projections, it would have them eleventh in the conference. Um, so they're kind of right in that sweet spot of. If 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 a couple teams, if if two teams, or if they if they overperform a little, and two teams have subpar seasons, that they can get into the playoffs as an eighth seed, or are they, or do they try and tank when they can't really compete with the bottom of the conference in my eyes, which is Memphis, Phoenix, and Sacramento? They're stuck in that middle land. So, th- to me, the biggest question is where do they go and how quickly do they decide it. I think it has to be a quicker decision. I think Doc. This has to be something you you figure out in November, right? Yeah, it has to be a one month type of a deal. Are we tanking? Or are we going to go for it? I think they probably should tank, because my thing is, if you're trying to make the playoffs, why would you make the playoffs to be a one round sweep? I mean, the but they're trying to court stars. Yeah, but like and and Steve Ballmer and Doc Rivers are not the that's my other the tank thing. Type. They're not the top. Type of people to tank. So I think I think they're so going they, to go for it, go but they're going to accidentally tank. Yeah, I mean, no matter what, I don't think they're making the playoffs. Right. So they're going to end up getting lottery pick anyway. So it's whatever. Yeah. Um, they got Shea Gildress, who is pretty uh, pretty good. So I'm a fan of him um, out of the draft. Um, but besides that, I mean, there's not that much really to talk about with them. Yeah, yeah, I like I like how um, I, I like their off season acquisitions. Um, trading. Trading Austin Rivers for Marshink or Tot, I thought was I, I thought it was just a, a, I mean Austin Rivers is in my eyes a better player, but I thought it was I thought it was a good acquisition for them just because it it, it just kind of was a, a fresh start for them, and of course they're bringing they're bringing back my guys Boban and Tobias who are getting their own TV show baby, I really hope they do. Um, they brought back Abamute. Uh, and of course, they traded Sam Decker with the Cavs, which I didn't like. That they lost DeAndre Jordan, who signed with the Mavs. That was their biggest, um, their biggest loss of the, of of the off season. Um, DeAndre Jordan, who was slightly on the incline last year, sneakily, sneakily declining. Um, I I I don't know how much. Obviously, obviously, Jordan's a much better player than Gortat, but I don't know how much that loss is going to hurt them because a lot of people seem to think they lost DeAndre they're absolutely done for but yeah no I don't think it's that big of a deal I don't think so I don't think so either um and of course they re-signed Avery Bradley Montrez Harrell and Tyrone Wallace so um yeah I I don't think there's really that much to talk about the Clippers I think they're a hodgepodge of talented players um things of course could change if they enter the sweepstakes they're kind of in that prime position where they could make a trade, right? They they have they have that win now package that you would want in a trade, right? Like they have they have guys to offer like Beverly, Tobias, um, um, who else am I blanking out? Lou Williams. These are guys that contenders would look at, and they're at reasonable salaries where contenders would be like, okay, well we'll take a flyer on them for one or two years. So I think so. I don't think Los Angeles Clippers. I think that's what makes their situation so tough is that they is that you never know when the next star is going to become available and you never know if you're going to be the destination. I mean, just a couple weeks ago, Jimmy Butler said one of the three destinations he preferred was the Clippers. 
and yet, you know, so, so I mean, it's possible he ends up on the Clippers this season. Yeah, well, that's assuming because they have three max salary slots right. that somebody else would be there. But, yeah, um, I don't really know with the Clippers, and I think they'll kind of be irrelevant for a while. So Yeah, yeah unfortunately, they're going to have to do a lot of figuring out on the fly, and this this is a pivotal year for them, so... So it's definitely in a year to a year to focus on the Clippers because with the 2019 free agency class, which is clearly what they're building towards, um, you know, it, it's 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 tricky. Do they do they tank? Um, does that does that does that negatively impact their reputation and um, affect how stars perceive uh, or how stars uh, view that place and want to and decide if they want to go that place? Or does it help because they're getting another asset that they can that they can ship um, that they can maybe package into trade or just keep to build around the star or stars that they're looking to acquire? So the Clippers are interesting. They're um, they're they're a team that they're 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 also that team that on any given night that if you get matched up against them and you're just not playing your A game, you can lose. So I think they're gonna pick up some wins. So they're over under at 35 and a half. I'm going to go a slight over. I like them for 36, 37 wins. I still don't think that changes where they fall in the conference. I still think 11 to 10 sounds right. I don't think enough things break break uh, break for them because you have you have looking at that conference, you have, let's see here. Sorry, wrong, wrong page here. So you have on the outside projected is San Antonio, Portland, um, and the Clippers, and then at the and, and the bottom, the bottom three in the playoffs are Denver, New Orleans, and Minnesota. Minnesota could maybe take a step back. New Orleans maybe if Davis is injured slash traded, but outside of that, I mean, you know, that's still two slots. You would need a third slot to open, or you would need San Antonio or Portland to fall. Basically, you would need you would need three teams to fail in order to slide in. Uh-huh. And yeah. and that that's extremely difficult. It's possible, but it's extremely difficult. So, um, so I, I think it's hard to remain optimistic for their playoff, for their playoff hopes. But let's transition to the other LA team, the Los Angeles Lakers. So the Los Angeles Lakers had quite the off season. You um, could say that. I don't know who they added, man. Um, well, you know, they added a bunch of essentially no. They took some flyers on some guys. Really, they really just kind of uh, looked at looked at the free agency class. They didn't really sign anybody too big, you know. Of course, the big names: Michael Beasley, Javale McGee, Rondo, Lance Stevenson. But they also took some flyers on guys like LeBron James. Um, you know, they drafted Wagner. Um, you know, so they they they, they had made some moves. They, they made some moves. They made some moves. They changed their roster. Um, they lost. They lost Luol Deng. Not sure that's not sure LeBron is an upgrade. Tyler Ennis, Channing Frye, Brooke Lopez, Julius Randle. Isaiah Thomas all, all right. signing cool. with other teams. So they teams. signed the best player in the NBA. We got it. Yeah, they signed the best player in the NBA. All jokes aside, and they re-signed my boy KCP. Is he wearing the monitoring anklet still or no? He is not. He is. He is. Don't do KCP like that. He only had to wear it for like a month last year. Love the jokes. Let him fly. Man, KCP. That that's a wild story that he could only play home games because yeah. of his because of his probation. He had to sign like a work away activity sheet before he left for every single one. Of <laughs> All right. Anyways. Anyways, um, we have we can answer a lot of questions about the Lakers this year. Honestly, um, biggest. Oh, question. you ready to? An- you got answers for these questions? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> I got answers. I, I mean, I mean, we have a lot of questions that need answering this season. Right. 
Uh, one biggest thing is how does this team work to me? Yeah, that seems rather important. Yeah. Um, um, offensive, uh, which side of the ball do you want to start first? First of all, offensively for me, like, because you see, like, the past couple years, LeBron James, like, has really been, like, the rich man's version of Russell Westbrook. Where he likes this dude and he plays with multiple shooters and he slows the clock down. And it's very, like, you know what I mean. It's, like, very triple-doubles, like, if it's everything's running through me. But, like, now, like, this preseason, it's just, like, it's, like, let's run. And it's, like, they're running a lot and they're playing super fast. They're playing super up-tempo, which I'm here for. Like, I'm here to see them run 24-7. Like, if you have Alonzo, Rajon Rondo... And LeBron at one time on the floor, like, and if we want to run, like, I'm cool with it. I just don't know if he's going to do that for 80, 75, 80 games. Yeah. I, th- I think he does it for however many games he plays. I think, you know, I think, and, and Bill Simmons said this, and I listened to Bill Simmons' podcast today, so maybe I'm partially influenced by Bill. But I really, I, I was thinking this, and I'm glad he said it so that I know I'm not the only person that's thinking this, but... I kind of think LeBron is really going to go for it. I don't think I don't I think a lot of people are assuming he takes this year off. I think he's going for it. I think this is his closing window for MVP. If the Lakers get third or fourth in the conference, he's MVP. My thing with LeBron is I think he really doesn't care about basketball anymore. I think he does. Did you see this dude at Drake and Travis Scott concert? You think he's caring about dude, basketball? Dude, he looked like such a dad with his sweatshirt tied around his waist. Yo, when I saw that video, I quote tweeted as like, LeBron's living his best life right now, and like nothing's stopping this dude. Like, like yeah. but, but uh, no, he's he's gonna go for it. this. Is he he talked about last year? Remember, he tried to push the narrative that he should win MVP. Like, he actually tried for the MVP last year. Yeah. He played all eighty two. He, he constantly brought attention to how shitty his team was. He talked about how he played all 82 games a couple times. He said if I would if I were to make if I were to decide the MVP, I would pick myself. Like he publicly tried to create the narrative for himself to be MVP. Yeah, he's also going to have 30 minutes of center at JaVale McGee, so let's see. Exactly. So if you make the playoffs with JaVale McGee 30 minutes at center. Yeah, JaVale was hitting that corner three like it was nothing, man. It was like, boy. Oh, man. Don't get me started on that. But I think this is his last year. I think he. I, I think this is one of his last years to win MVP. This is one of the few years where MVP, again, we, we've always talked about this. It's so, narr- it's like, so narrative driven. I do wish There's like, a good narrative for him, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. I wish they play uh, Josh Hart over your boy, though. No, stop it. Stop. You think stop you it. really think they should play KCP on Ankle Josh? monitor or not, KCP is getting buckets out here. Don't you worry about a thing. You think really that he's better than Josh Hart? Yes. Seriously? Seriously. Or is this a Detroit person type bias? This bias. is no bias. This is KCP this is, 100% is the man. Bias. That's bias. KCP is That's the bias. dog. Josh Hart is a Steph, better Steph Curry said... And I quote, nobody has ever guarded me better. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You didn't think I'd bring up Warriors logic. That's the one way to go against you is Warriors logic. So, all right. Anyways, how does this support cast work? So we talked about we talked about running. I think they're gonna run. You don't think they're gonna run for for the whole season, do you? No. God no. Dude, I 
I wish they did. Like, I'd want to see that. I'd want to see that. I think the only way they don't is they stop is if it doesn't work. I think they're... I I don't know how it doesn't work, though, if they do it. Right. That's what I'm saying. So I think they're going to run all year. Then I think a lot of the Lakers depends on Brandon Ingram. That's true. That's that's very true as well. I like, think everyone's assuming he's going to take a leap, but a leap <laughs> is harder than people. This think. is my thing with Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram seems like the dude who's two years away, two years away every single year. He's two years away every single year. Yeah, I mean he's he's what he's in his third year. Yeah, he's like two years away from being two years away of being really good, like every single season. Like you always expect. He's only been in the league. He's only been in the league. I know, two years. but like you expect the dude to make the like big jump finally. Like you don't know when it's gonna happen really. And could LeBron be there slow down that jump? Maybe I don't know, but uh, we'll see. I think I I'm in on Brandon Ingram. I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be really good this year. I don't think he's going to be. Remember when people called him Kevin Durant Jr. Maybe I, I yeah. He's not Kevin Durant Jr. But he's gonna be good. Yeah. I, I think he's gonna be good, and I'm and I'm still buying stock on Lonzo as well. I'm here for Lonzo. So I I, I like Lonzo a lot. Um, I I I can't wait to see how he plays with LeBron. Honestly, of all the people, like. He's probably, he's up there with people I'm look, most looking forward to on that Lakers roster playing with LeBron. They could be really fun to watch next yeah. year. The, they're uh, definitely definitely league pass alert. Yeah. Um, defensively, though, that's going to be a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of the times they're going to be the games where it's just like, shit, let's just try to win games like 130 to 115. And let's just try to be the team that scores 130. <laughs> like... They're going to be giving up as many points as they score for, like, a lot of games. Because defensively, like, what are you going to do? Throw out, like... Yeah. Are you, are you buying... Uh, are you buying the fact that this team can be average defensively? Because a lot of teams, I think... It, or a lot of people around the league, I think this could be an average defense team. I don't... I don't think so. I think... If they could be average, that'd be great. Yeah, I agree. Because I think they're going to be good offensively. I think it'd be good to maybe really good offensively. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we'll see. All right. All right. Um, so their over-under currently is very interesting. Is 48 and a half. Wow. Really high. Wow. Yeah, that is a that is. I'm taking the under on that. Jump. I'm taking the slight under. I got them right at 48. I know I've been kind you of... You had them I, at 48? I, I, I know I've been kind of... Uh, 48? I, I know... Listen, let me finish. 48? I know you I've been holding it close to the chest. I've been doing these over-unders close to the chest, but I, right to the line. But you think I they're really going think, 48 and 34? I think so. You want to bet on that? <sighs> what do you want to bet? I don't know, man. We'll figure it out. We can make something happen. Is this a food bet? We could do food. All right. This is a food bet. This is this is a dinner bet. You're witnessing it right here. The Lakers win 48 games this year. <laughs> okay, bet. All right, shake on it. All right. Just we so just kids. shook on it. We just shook on it as the audio podcast version. We don't got the budget for the video podcast. <laughs> we'll try to get that. Yeah, we'll try we'll try to work on that budget. FanDuel holler at us. FanDuel holler at us. Exactly, yeah. Really. FanDuel would be an awesome sponsor. All right, that's enough promo for them. Let's jump to <laughs> free promo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hashtag hashtag strictly hip hop, strictly hoop talk promo code. Uh Warriors. So Warriors. I mean, honestly, there's really not. 
I mean, I guess I guess there is some things to talk about, I mean, but really, this team things. is gonna this team is gonna win. Yeah. I mean, I guess the things are like, how does Boogie fit? I think I mean, he fits fine. I think it's not even that. I think it's just them. Um, for me personally, watching these teams over the past couple of years, sure they're gonna rest and stuff. They're probably not gonna be a real basketball team until post All Star break, and then you're just gonna see Twitter Shit. go wild when they play the Lakers. Yeah, and then they're gonna be like, "Oh my God, the Lakers are like beating up awesome, like winning the playoff series on Twitter. Like it's just gonna be a thing again. Like we yeah. know it is." But I think the Warriors definitely have to like be able to like sit back and kind of like enjoy everything that they've like accomplished and like kind of get. To Are you fun. hinting that this is the end of the ride? No, it's this, just it's not that. It's this just is like the end of the dynasty. No, my thing is it's like. So much of the stuff is like built towards them looking to the future, and mm-hmm. I get that because it's very much like a dynasty. Like, let's see how many we can win. But it's like, you guys won four out of the past five. Like, it's okay to look back and like take a step back and kind of like have fun this season. And I think that's a big reason as to why they got buggy. Like, it's kind of like a challenge. They needed that. Well, it's like a challenge within their season. It's like one of those things where it's like, what do we have to look forward to right now? Right, like, nothing. And it's like, all right, we can like try to throw this dude in we, here. We can look forward to Draymond and Kate in uh, Draymond and Cousins brawls all in practice. I'm here. I, I'm here to see them fight all the time. Like, whole Katie, Draymond, and Buggy get into a fight, and it'll happen. And they're like, they'll knock heads, and then they'll get over it. Yeah. But uh, if, yeah, I if can't... it works out, I mean, rest of the NBA, watch out because it's like you're throwing five All Stars out there at one time, and it's. Amazing! It's gonna be so fun to watch. It's, when, and I'm still kind of trying to figure that out too. Like they're really gonna play five all stars out there at one time. Yeah, and that's crazy. So they're over under. I think Vegas actually made a mistake. They're over under at sixty, uh, sixty three point five. Let me make sure. Oh, sixty two point. Is OKC's over under sixty or fifty? OKC's OKC's fifty. Oh, that looks like a six okay. here. Uh, so Golden State sixty two and a half. They're over under. I think that's I think that's the over under for fights between Boogie and Boogie and Draymond. I don't think that's I don't think that's win. one month that they play. Yeah. But um. All right. But no. I'll take the under on that. You'll take the under. What do you think? Th- are you are you saying that? Th- do you think they get below sixty? I can see. What you yo? Do you, would you be surprised if they won fifty nine games this year? I would honestly be shocked if they got below sixty. Yes, I would. I I understand. I understand. Like, the, there's probably going to be more resting than ever before in the history of resting in NBA. I get all that, but I just still think there's, at the end okay, of the day, okay, fuck resting. There's going to be games where they just don't play. They won't show up. Right, but they're still going to win a, a good amount of those games. I I I I find it hard to envision a roster that good. Is going to go. They don't start weeks. playing basketball games in the regular season until the third quarter. I mean, you're you're right, but like, I mean, like they've been doing it. The, they've been doing it the last couple years, and they still get over sixty. It was hilarious, man. They didn't win sixty last year. They won fifty something. What they win last year? Fifty seven. Fifty seven. Oh yeah. Then okay. No, then I'm I'm tripping. I thought they got. I thought they got sixty one last year. The only team that won sixty last was Ro- year was the Rockets. Rockets. Yeah. Okay. So then yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. They're gonna go. I'm taking the under. Thank you. Yeah, I'm taking like, the under. I wouldn't be surprised. If they're they gonna play 60. boogie once a week. They're I wouldn't gonna... be surprised. If, and then you know what's gonna be the funniest battle of like Warriors Twitter? It's gonna be like boogie demanding too many post thoughts. Yeah. Instead of letting like. Steph and Clay like shoot from fifty. 
Like, yeah. But honestly, the real thing is going to be uh, what happens to Mr. Kevin Durant. Is this his last year here? Um, I think, yes, I think he's out of here. Um, I don't really care if he leaves. You don't really care if he leaves. Ooh, that's, that's cold words to a guy who, is, who came in and got three no. finals MVPs on your team. Okay, first of all, we all know hashtag Steph better. Let's just let's just start there, alright? Um, no, but seriously, I mean, the thing with Katie is he wants so much appreciation. Like, he wants to be the fan's, like, favorite guy. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just something that he's not going to get at Golden State. Like, you know Golden State's riding harder for Steph than Katie. Oh, of course. You Honestly, I think Golden State might like Draymond more than Kevin Durant. Like, to Maybe. a certain extent. Yeah. Like, okay, at least Oakland. Oakland, yeah. Oakland, when I say they l- love Draymond Green, Oakland's, like, ridiculous for that dude. But, like, I mean, like, they, Katie might be the third most liked guy on that team. Like, I don't know what he wants to do there. It's like, I mean, you come for rings, and it's like you can move on and find a new, like, thing. Like, I know, but I don't know. It seems It seems crazy. Like, why would you not... You're you're in the midst of such a powerful dynasty, like, and I hate to be on the side that's defending the Warriors here, but, but you're on such a strong dynasty that how is it? It's, it's that's got to be so hard to walk away from. Like if he comes back next year, they're still the favorite. I mean, I just kind of want to see him leave and see the Warriors try to run it back without him. <sighs> I don't, I don't, I don't know if the Warriors got it. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think if Kevin Durant leaves, I don't think the Warriors got it in them. I don't think they can run it back. I think they can throw some money at Demarcus Cousins and be like, "Buggy, here's your money." They can only offer him six million. If KD left, you'd be offered. No, they can't. They legally cannot because of the contract. Because when you sign the mid level, you're only allowed to give them the one one twenty. Yeah, one twenty of that. The one which would be six point something. Yep. Yeah, he's gone. He's out of there. But uh, you'll find money to give it to somebody else, probably Anthony Davis or something like that. Stop it. Um, <laughs> Stop it. We're not here for that. We're here for all the Anthony. Hashtag AD to Boston. AD. AD, come to Boston. Fuck what you heard. Um, But nah, um, not to get too much off on a tangent. I mean, I feel like we have nothing else to talk about, so we could probably end yeah. it right now. Yeah, I, I agree. So they're over under, like, we're both going under 62 and a half. This it's is like fifty nine to sixty one. Yeah, this is uh, this is a team that I I stay away from betting, because obviously if this was a team that was on their first title run as opposed to their uh, as opposed to their fifth, if this or was fourth, a seventy three and nine team yeah. that won their first ring and everybody's doubting them and say they didn't win it fairly, I'd take the over on that. Easy, yeah. But and they were all younger and they wanted to play basketball. <laughs> like, yeah, we don't want to do that a whole year now. Yeah. All right, so um, so that wraps up the the Pacific Division. I think one of the most interesting divisions in the NBA this season. Going to be a lot of fun to watch. Even like we said, the even the the, the bottom of the division will be fun as well with Phoenix. Um, I'm interested to see what the Clippers do, and of course, you know the Lakers and Warriors. That will be that will be a new a new rivalry, a new rivalry to uh, to see. So. All right, Akil, man, thank you for coming on the podcast. I greatly appreciate it. Yeah, um, I, kn- I know we thugged this out before before basketball class in the morning, but uh, yeah, we're gonna Shit. we're gonna yeah, wrap up early. Yeah, we're gonna wrap right. this up, and uh, we're gonna wrap this up and uh, try and get, catch some Z's for tomorrow to start of the NBA season. Bet. <laughs>
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.